Welcome to the Northern Health and Social Care Trust podcast series, providing information on self-directed support and direct payments. These podcasts will provide an insight into service user and carers' experiences. It is hoped this will give those wishing to explore this option to meet their care needs, an understanding of the process and how it works. And today we are joined by Jacqueline Kirkpatrick to describe how direct payments provide her with support to live with her multiple cirrhosis. So I would like to welcome Jackie today. Jackie, I suppose for us to get an idea of the support that you receive from direct payments, can you give us a bit of information about, I suppose, your journey with MS and how that began for you? Yes. When I actually got my diagnosis, I was 32, but I'd had lots of symptoms before that. And because... I'd taken a numbness in my jaw and in my hands. It was like my hands were numb for like five minutes and I was really shaking them, trying to get the life back into them. And the doctor treated me for carpal tunnel syndrome. And then the numbness in my jaw and the doctor said, I had to go to the Royal for an MRI test to see what was going on. And it was like maybe three months later, I went for the diagnosis and they turned around and said to me, which I will never forget, and we were glad you don't have a brain tumour, you've got MS. And that's how I was told that MS and it was me coming to terms with it. I knew of MS, but not really what happened. And um, it was like things started to go wrong. It was like I was dragging my leg and I got given a stick to use. And um, it came to the point whenever I was doing the shopping and going around on a stick, I was picking stuff and then I was going, I need to sit down, I need to sit down and try to get very stools to use in supermarkets. And I sat on them and then that's when I got a wheelchair. And it was hard at the start because you get people saying, oh, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And you see, trying to tell people, oh, I've got MS. <laughs> it's just parts of your body don't work like the other. Yeah. And like I said, at the minute, it's just this side that's the worst. But every time I take a relapse, I'm always left with a condition. And at the time I had relapsed and remitting. And then because the symptoms never cleared up, then they sent me for another MRI scan, which had lesions on the brain. And they says you've secondary progress because the symptoms never cleared and 
beneath my injections and the injections were taken off me because they weren't doing me any good because I'd progressed to the secondary progress <laughs> and they just says that there's nothing more they could do so you're just left in limbo like thinking well what else can you do so it's like you either sit in the corner or you get out and face the people yeah. and that's always been my motto is to get out and try and do your best because I know there's people worse off than me and that's one thing you always have to keep on the back of your mind that uh, there is people a lot worse but at the minute it's it's tough yeah yeah my everything you have to make sure you plan things that you know what's happening, where you're going, how you're getting, who you're going with, and what you need the people to do to to help you, yeah. Yeah. No one it has been, Jackie, and I suppose um, a very difficult journey yeah. for you to the situation that you know that we are now, where you're the full time wheelchair user. Yeah. But I must say I have your positivity. Um, always shines through and it was a new day you know regardless of what you have faced you have faced it so well and you continue to maintain every bit of positivity when your condition got to the stage where you were requiring I suppose that greater level of help and I suppose it's to let people understand you know once we come out to complete an assessment with you um, you required you know two cares at all times then when things have progressed yeah but outside of the regular care package that would be offered, you know, from the trust, um, your limited movement meant there was so many things that you couldn't do for yourself. No, when, I could do absolutely nothing. It's like if you're on a cup of tea, mm-hmm. you have to wait until the carers come in or you needed your teeth brushed. Mm-hmm. Or he wanted to put mascara on. Yeah. It's the simplest sweet things make a big day to you. Yeah. And more than you actually realise. Yeah, and I think, you know, the realisation of that, um, obviously we come out, you had your care package and then there was the assessment process. And at that stage, people had the discussion with you around direct payments. And the option then that, you know, a direct payment would be available, you know, going through a support plan with you of all the things that are important to you in your life, as you've explained. Yeah. Putting your mascara on, drinking a cup of tea when you don't have that upper limb movement and you can't do those yeah. things. It's everything just is about day, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. And to have the extra help or someone you can turn around to and say, I'm trying to keep up my persona, mm-hmm. whatever. I was used to being out and well-dressed and makeup on. And you like to think you're the same person and you try and keep that to as much to your ability as possible. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 
once obviously the assessment was completed and there was very much an identified clear need to, to fund the direct payment for yourself. Um, how did you find your um, your PA, your personal assistant, Tracy? How did you identify her to be your personal assistant? Tracy is actually my cousin, mm-hmm. which was a godsend. Uh-huh. I knew she could be trustworthy. Yeah. To have someone that can walk about your house and and drawers and you feel comfortable with yes I do yes and that's the big thing and I suppose once you identify your personal assistant there there was the access NI process where we put through you know the the enhanced check through the police to put everything together and then your insurance and then all the paperwork that comes with the direct payment yeah well it's like anything if I have to do letters or any post that has to be sent. Um, Tracy does everything for me. Yeah. And it's like I have no secrets. But the support from Tracy means so much and that the flexibility that you have with that. And yeah. then I suppose we come out to do a review then on a regular basis, you know. Yeah. Um, you have your direct payment. We're making sure that the hours are still working for you. Yeah. Um. And I know there have been times where you've maybe spent periods in hospital or required additional care. Yeah. And there were times when there was difficulties with packages. So we were able to increase the direct payment yeah. to provide you that greater care at those times. Your movement and that gets lesser. So it get, everything gets harder. I mean, even to bend forward, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Or to move sideways, you have to ask for help. To do anything at all, yeah. I find I really needed more help, you know. Um, what sort of things does Tracy do for you in the day, and what does that mean for you, Jackie? It's like your bookmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you just wouldn't let anybody open your books. Yeah. So it's like something you know well, and they're going to keep things to themselves. Yeah. You know, they're not going to show you about the time. Um, I know my life's not that exciting, but I don't want them saying, oh, Jackie got checked in for this, for that. Yeah, yeah. You know. And having the ability to choose your own PA. Yeah. And to be able to have that person yeah. that you feel comfortable and confident with. It's like, it's way things that are cutting your toenails. Mm-hmm. Or your fingernails. Yeah. Just stuff like that. And you wouldn't ask anybody just to cut them. Yeah. Plus, a lot of people's not allowed to do it, the carriage. And they're not allowed to do things like that. Yeah. So. And if you didn't have, I suppose, a direct payment, and you didn't have the support that Tracy can provide for you, what would that? What would life be like then, Jackie? What would be different? It's the wee things like you see something sitting about, mm-hmm. and you can't lift it yourself. You can't move out of the room. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds petty, like, but it's not real. No. Getting you shopping that you like to eat, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's okay, ready cooked meals. Mm-hmm. Maybe the odd time, but not 
No, I felt weak, you know. No, you wouldn't want to feel weak. No. And I'm thinking even with other aspects, I know that when I've been up to visit you, um, I would say, Tracy's maybe blow-drying your hair and doing other yeah. things like that for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, it does mean a lot. Um, it's like uh, flattening your eyebrows. Yeah. Or cleaning your ears out. <laughs> That's or, it. <laughs> you know. And I think it's those personal things. Yes, but it makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. When you can still get the things done. Yeah. If there wasn't the option for a direct payment for you to have, Tracy, um, to support you, do you feel that you would still be able to manage well enough in your own home? No, no, definitely not. I mean, Tracy is such a good help Mm -hmm. to me. Uh, Nothing's too much to ask. Mm -hmm. She seems to carry on and do everything I asked her Mm -hmm. to do. Um, she tries to help me if I've got something I can't handle. Yeah. And it's good to have that person there and talk to constantly mm-hmm. because I just talk to the TV most of the time and that doesn't answer my bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's always positive. Yeah. With, obviously, the care package, I know that you, we can be restricted with timings for the care package for your calls for things yeah. like your morning, your lunch. But with a direct payment, you're not stuck with those times? No. It's like if I think the carers didn't do something right or do what I asked them to do properly, it's like I always get Tracy to check the thing again or... It's like pulling up my pants. Yeah. Sometimes they don't fit straight enough or it's just that. It sounds funny, don't (laughs) But those are the things that are important. And I suppose this is why we want to make sure, you know, from your perspective, and it's important because other people are maybe experiencing these issues and don't know about the help that's available through a direct payment or how that can be personalised for them. Well, it's like I would... Ring me and they try and get it uh-huh. because it does make a big difference to you. Yeah. I mean, if I just had the carers coming in and like all the time, that's just not the same yeah. as having the wrong person, you know. If you have appointments and things, I suppose, Jackie, given the fact that, you know, you do have such restricted movement, you do need assistance and support to attend appointments. With the direct payment, I suppose maybe... People are listening to the podcast, they don't maybe realise, you know, the limited movement that you do have. Yeah. Even things for you to be able to get a drink, to blow your nose. Yeah. You need that assistance. I have none at all. I can't do anything mm-hmm. And it's like when you get an itch, mm-hmm. people don't understand how bad it is. Yeah. And it's like you get an itch up your nose and you can't pick your nose to get the itch out of it or your eyes are itching. Everything that gets a big deal. So, Jackie, I suppose it would be important to put where you are and, and the support that you get in context. I talk to different people and they advise me to go certain direction okay. about independent living. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my God, what am I going to do here? Mm-hmm. I don't understand anything about tax, national insurance, and their wages. How am I going to work all this out? 
but because they have a payroll team, you can nearly phone them anytime you want for advice or what you want to know. But everything is absolutely worked out for you. So you have none of that to go through. So you don't have to be extra smart. And I suppose that when you got your direct payment at the start and you were allocated an amount of hours, yeah. um, following assessment, all the paperwork, you know, was there much paperwork for you to do that way, Jackie? There is no paperwork well apart from keeping your bank statements monthly and then it's like every three months you have to send them to the company and they take care of that from there on. Mm -hmm. So everything's read on your statements of what's been taken out, mm -hmm. what's been put in, so that they know where they stand as well. Obviously, you wouldn't have, you know, the movement to send your emails and stuff. Are you able to do that over the phone with them, Jackie? I can make a phone call myself, but at the minute, I find staring, which is a godsend. <laughs> I can usually phone by that. Everything's working out okay. And then once you contact the Centre for Independent Living, at the end of the month to advise them of the hours or what work, you know, the Tracy, your PA, yeah. has done. I just phone them and I leave a message of what hours she's done or if she's had any annual leave mm -hmm. or sickness or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And they were about it all just from that one message. Okay. And then... Will they send you back that information or what way does that work for you next, Jackie? So then um, I get a, um, a letter with her pay slip in it. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything wrong, um, I ask Tracy to go through it. And if she sees anything wrong, then I follow them up again and explain. And then they work whatever the problem was. So you really, that's it. That's much bother as you have. Okay, so once you have the paperwork at the start completed and things are set up, it's easier to manage as you go along. Then. Yeah, yeah. It is, okay. And they, you're saying they send the pay slip then, and do you just pay uh, then through your bank account or what way does that work for you, Jacket? I use direct payment usually. Mm -hmm. So you've always got a certain amount in your bank mm -hmm. um, on your certain account that the money's paid into that would pay the wages mm -hmm. and also you get you have to take out an insurance so that it covers for all the difficulties yes, that might occur yes. okay. And is setting up the insurance. Did you get that? Is that easy enough to set up as well? You just uh, pay them, but yeah, it's never too much bother. Okay. If you just ask, you know, one of the people, mm -hmm. they can really tell you what to do. No, it, it sounds like it's been easy enough. In saying that, you know, I tried not to feel sorry for myself, mm -hmm. which took a long time for me 
to at the start, you know, do you tell anybody what's yeah. wrong when they see you walk on my stick? Yeah. You're maintaining this positivity, you're living at home, you're maintaining your independence, you have the support, you are the proof. It's like, I know there's people out there worse than me. So that's the way I always look at it. So as we discussed about the Centre for Independent Living manage all your paperwork, you submit your bank statements quarterly and then obviously when social work come out to review, we over we review all of those bits that are together. Um, is there anything additional apart from that? Once this is set up, Jackie, for a direct payment that you feel that you have to do, or maybe there's things that I'm forgetting that maybe you need to do that would be important for people considering a direct payment to know? Direct payment, if they want to know about where this money went to or do you need... Have you enough in your funds? Mm-hmm. Which they have your bank statements and they'd be able to see, you know, what you needed this for or what you were paying this person for. And they have the record in front of them. So which helps so that you're not spending money you don't have. Yeah. And would that be the Centre for Independent Living has that information? Or? Yes, yeah. and they're a great help. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got a problem, you just give them a wee ring mm-hmm. and they'll help you as much as they can. Okay. Um, would there be anything else, I suppose, the purpose of this podcast is to provide information to people around a direct payment and to let them know, you know, I suppose, the advantages of that. If somebody was maybe looking or, or listening to this podcast and thinking, you know, that might work for me or I might be interested in a direct payment. What would your advice to them be, Jackie, as somebody who uses that? Yeah, um, I can only advise you to take all the help that you're given because it does change your life, really, yeah. at the end of the day. And it's been a positive change yes, for you? definitely, yeah. Okay. Jackie, um, thank you very much um, for coming today and, and for joining us and giving us a great and valuable insight into the realities of living with MS and the support that a direct payment brings you with that. In this episode, we have discussed the flexibility of direct payments to support service users and Jackie has provided us with insight into how her direct payment supports her to maintain her independence. In the podcast summary, you will find a short survey link, which we would really appreciate you taking a few minutes to complete. This will help us to receive feedback on the podcast you have been listening to today.